This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. everyone how are you welcome to another episode i think by the time this episode airs it will be a wednesday hump day i don't know where that term comes from hump day like who came up with that you mean like a hump because it's the middle i don't know maybe i should google it anyway i hope that y'all are doing great i am no expert in astrology but i do kind of keep up with it and the astrology for April is supposedly going to be pretty intense because we have eclipses, we have a Mercury retrograde, and I thought it might be a good time to just mention how I view astrology and other forms of teachings when it comes to higher self stuff. My interpretation is that our higher selves are our oneness with all things and the awareness behind all of the stuff that happens. And when I hear astrological readings, I look at it as sort of a weather report for the energy that will be affecting us, you know, kind of like the energetical forecast emotions, feelings, moods. You know, when you look at the weather report and you kind of have to plan, maybe you need to bring an umbrella to work on Wednesday, or maybe it's going to be really sunny. So you're playing like a barbecue on Saturday or something like that. So a spiritual, emotional awareness, preparation and openness to receiving any lessons that those environments, those energetic environments will bring up. And our higher self is really just what sustains us along the journey of the ups and downs of everything, including astrology, including the shifts, including the shifts of our relationships, including the dynamics of our careers, including the weather, you know, all of that stuff. Our higher self is just this awareness that we are whole through it all. And that's where we receive the love and wisdom that keeps us moving forward, that keeps us using all of the ups and downs as a form of our own awakening to our own worth and the worth of all beings on the planet. So yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I see it. I just thought I might share in case, I think I've had a, a question or so about um, from DMs about how I interpreted astrology when it came to higher self stuff. So I just thought I would share that. All right. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about relationships and particularly when you are in a relationship with somebody of a different race and how you navigate that kind of thing and societal biases and feeling seen by your partner in that situation and yes, it's a really, really good topic and I'm really glad this listener sent it in. So let's get it started. 
Hi, Bunny. I'm a longtime follower and huge admirer of your work. I remember the days of the What Would Hire Self Do Q&A series on Instagram. You actually answered one of my questions back then in 2017, and I'm so grateful for all the wisdom you continue to share with all of us. I'm writing six years later with a new question because I think your higher self perspective would be so helpful for me right now. I'm in my first committed relationship and I'm grappling with some fundamental differences between my boyfriend and me. The main one is that I'm Asian American woman and he is a white man. He grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood and attended a small Catholic college. Most of his friends are white and many hold conservative political beliefs. I also grew up navigating predominantly white spaces, but in recent years, I have made a conscious effort to cultivate a wonderful friend group of fellow queer leftist people of color. I feel like I'm being sucked back into these white spaces that I adamantly wanted to leave. Although my boyfriend himself is also left-leaning politically, he says that he just doesn't think about politics with his conservative friends, a privilege due to his positionality as a cishet white man. I would never ask him to stop being friends with these people, nor do I think I have to love and adore every single one of his friends. The larger issue for me is that I don't see him trying to widen his circle of friends or get involved in any social justice causes or actively learn more about issues I'm deeply passionate about. He seems content with the status quo in his life, and I'm really struggling to see how I fit into that picture. I'm searching for more guidance on how to articulate all of this to him. I've started a few conversations about these differences between us, and for the most part, he is validating understanding and says he is eager to learn and grow. I'm encouraged by this, but I can't shake the feeling that these differences are going to remain as long-standing problems in our relationship issues that I'm not sure I have the willingness to be constantly addressing. I fear that I'm going to be stuck in this role of always critiquing him and educating him, getting him to see things from my perspective, which is not going to be fun for either of us. As I mentioned before, this is my first committed relationship, and so I'm grappling with the euphoric feelings of falling in love for the first time while having serious doubts about the relationship. We have been together for almost eight months, so very much still in the early stages. I would so appreciate any insight from you, Bunny. Thank you so much for all you do. Hi, love. As a person of color who is married to a white person, I understand the conflicting feelings. You want to feel seen by your partner, but when someone comes from a different experience, there are things they will just not be able to understand about you or about what you've been through or things that you go through on a daily basis. And that is really hard. It doesn't mean they don't love you, but when it comes to your wounds around this issue, they're not the person that's going to know how to love you the way you need it unless you tell them how. Just like any other trauma we go through that our loved ones have no experience with, they don't know what you need from them in terms of communication or behavior. Say, for example, you came from a home where you experienced neglect from an alcoholic parental figure. And being around excessive drinking is really triggering to you. It's necessary to explain the boundaries you need around alcohol to your partner and how they can support you around this issue in order for them to be a safe space. Even though they don't know what it was like for you growing up and what it really feels like to be triggered by alcohol, 
this is how they can, in their limited capacity, show up for you around this. Not only that, but you bringing the issue to their awareness is also healing for them. Being aware of what other people's experiences with addiction are gives them insight for their own life and their own choices. Now, it's good to hear that your partner says he wants to learn, but I don't think it is your responsibility to educate him. When it comes to our learned hierarchical beliefs, especially them about race, we all have a responsibility to educate ourselves. And there's so many resources and ways to do that nowadays. There's so many great books, documentaries, podcasts, YouTubes. There's teachers out there willing to spend their emotional labor to talk about this stuff. So I guess what I want to ask you is, what do you think you need from him? in this relationship to feel supported in your own experiences around race. Because part of me feels like, although it might seem this, the other social aspect in terms of his friends and stuff might seem like a big issue. I actually think that the more he educates himself about the history of white supremacy and how it causes so much suffering even today, that the nature of his relationship to his conservative friends might actually change on their own accord. Not that he'll just all of a sudden ditch people who have different political views than him, but that he won't really be able to not give a voice to this issue, especially if it comes up or especially because it, it is so important and it is so important for everybody to talk about and to understand their own participation in it and how much they're needed in, in terms of participation and in, in changing the way things are. In any relationship, we have to look at what boundaries and behaviors we need from our partners around our trauma and around the biases that we have to navigate daily. And those boundaries, you know, they don't always have to be stagnant. They don't always have to be the same. They can change over time as we change. But getting clear on what that would look like for you is only going to help your partner understand what it is he needs to do as your partner. And there are also going to be things about his trauma and his struggles that you won't understand and you will do your best to support him as well. But communication really is the key. People don't know what we need until we tell them especially if it's around something they're not familiar with. And that's how we heal each other. We learn from each other. We broaden our awareness. We increase our capacity for compassion, thus becoming closer to our higher selves, thus facilitating an even more loving relationship. But it takes commitment on both parts to be accountable to that inner work. You know, one of the things that Kara and I have kind of figured out when it comes to me being triggered or dealing with a situation where somebody's being racist and it just feels horrible or, you know, reading something in the news and, and not being able to emotionally handle it and stuff is that Kara 
doesn't try to fix it, doesn't try to solve it, doesn't try to change it, but just holds me, you know, like I can just cry in their arms when I'm feeling that kind of pain or that kind of fear or, or that kind of trigger or remembering that wound. They just validate, 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 validate those feelings. And that is really helpful in those moments. Now, I do also need to seek support outside of that relationship when it comes with that stuff from my therapist, from other friends who know what that feels like. But in the relationship, one of the ways that they can be there for me is literally just validating my experience. So I don't know, maybe that's helpful. Um, that might feel that might feel good uh, for you. And the reason why Kara can also validate that experience and because they have educated themselves a lot because they recognize the situations that are going to trigger those feelings in me. They can anticipate a situation where I might feel upset. So I don't have to be like, Hey, did you notice? Or, Hey, like that happened. Like they, they, they hear it along with me, but they weren't always like that. You know, they, they've taken the time to bring that into their awareness. People do learn how to be there for you in the ways that they should be, but it does take communication and saying what, you know, this is what I need right now. Or, and it also takes communication in your partner being like, what do you need from me right now? We're all born into different circumstances, into different bodies. You know, we've all been dealt different cards. It makes sense that we won't see things from another person's perspective unless we try to see it from their perspective. We're not born bad people or judgmental or racist. This is learned behavior and unlearning is a process. We can give each other grace and compassion for that process while at the same time holding people accountable. When we really love someone, we see the higher self in them. Affirming that truth actually helps people see it in themselves. It's a very loving thing to ask somebody to bring LHBs into their awareness because what you're doing is affirming who they are beyond their LHBs. You're affirming their love. You're affirming their compassion. It's a very loving act to hold people accountable like that. It's just more, more ways that the two of you can know each other, get more intimate and show up for each other. And so I really, really hope that he is willing and accountable because that is the minimum that you deserve. All right, babe, take care. Hello, Exo Higher Self fam. It's Bunny here. I am so thrilled to announce my debut book, Hello Higher Self, an outsider's guide to loving yourself in a tough world is now available for pre-order. This book is the essential manual for unlearning your limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in you by the toxicity of our culture and your trauma and your socialization. 
we all have to unlearn this stuff so we can channel the power of our higher self. And everyone who pre-orders this book will receive a special free gift from me to be announced shortly. So hurry to the pre-order link in the show notes and get yourself a copy. I cannot wait for you to read it. Anytime we talk about race, it's hard, it's triggering, it's painful, it's confusing, it's overwhelming, and it's it, it can be really sad, you know, to hear all of these painful experiences, to see all of this unnecessary harm. It's so unnecessary, and it's 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 a sickness. Um, so. I'm really, really grateful to all of you for participating in this podcast, for sending in your questions, for being so vulnerable in this way and talking about this stuff. And I, I know it's not easy to open up about our LHBs um, and it's not easy to navigate our relationships around them, but we do it because we we believe in love and we believe in people's capacity to be their higher selves. And I will never stop believing in humanity. I, I refuse to be pessimistic. I refuse to be cynical because I think that that just affirms the illusion. You know what I mean? That's just affirming the power of learned technical beliefs is, is that type of pessimism. So I feel very, very hopeful for us. I do. And I'm constantly in awe of people's capacity to grow. Constantly in awe of that. All right, babes. Oh, just another reminder, please, if you are in the New York area to come to my record release show April 26th at the Sultan Room. Would love to see you there. Ticket links are in the show notes and on Instagram, my Bunny Michael Instagram. And take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself. Your higher self is always with you and loves you so much. And so do I. Switching it up this week. All right. I will talk to you soon. Okay, bye.